0: Employees at the Department of Homeland Security say the recent string of leadership changes at their agency is unsettling. At least 12 top positions at DHS are open or led by acting officials. But DHS employees say all of that change doesn't have much impact on their day-to-day work. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to discuss what employees are saying. And what opportunities they see for career executives to step up and communicate. And first of all, how do we know what they're saying, Nicole?
1: Well, we know because we surveyed them uh, or we surveyed our DHS readers, those who identified, at least anyway, as DHS employees. We got about 147 responses from self-identified DHS employees.
0: Okay, so they work in a place that's more like Swiss cheese than anything else. How do Mm -hmm. they feel about it?
1: Well, you know, in case you've been living under a rock for the past week or two, just to remind you who's exactly out, Kirsten Nielsen, she resigned. That means Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Kevin McAleenan is taking over as acting secretary. That means there's an acting official leading CBP, Claire Grady, who was serving concurrently as the acting deputy secretary. And as the Senate confirmed undersecretary for management, she resigned shortly after Nielsen left.
0: And that was under pressure, right, to make room for McAleenan to be able to take over?
1: As far as we know, yes, that was the reason that brings in the TSA administrator to be the acting deputy secretary that leaves TSA uh, under acting leadership currently. Chip Fulgham, and this isn't really implicated in this whole, you know, shakeup here, but he's the current deputy undersecretary for management. He is leaving in early May to join a nonprofit secret service director. He is out. The White House withdrew its nomination of the ICE uh, director while he was awaiting Senate confirmation. So he's out. And then Brock Long, we should also mention, again, not really implicated in all of this as far as we can tell. But he also left recently leaving acting leadership at FEMA. So there's a lot going on now. To get to what employees, I was going to say maybe
0: Swiss cheese wasn't the right reference. Maybe Domino's or a House of Cards is Perhaps, more like it. Yes. All right. Anyway, we but, we did the survey.
1: Yes. So we did the survey, and to get what to get to what our uh, readers are saying, eighty-one percent of respondents said they were very worried or somewhat worried by these recent leadership changes, and you know I think that's interesting, especially given some of their responses, which really drastically ranged a couple to note recent senior management could not think outside the box it is my hope that a new perspective will overturn years of stagnation in an activity so someone is looking forward to some of these changes and
0: i like this next one most mature employees are inured to these challenges some think the current chaos presents opportunities for career advancement younger employees are either oblivious or shaken but there are no signs of panic Interesting.
1: is Yes, really describes a wide variety of what's going on there. I think the biggest thing that is of concern is communication and how leadership communicated their plans to move forward after all of these leadership changes. We spoke with one DHS employee who wanted to remain anonymous, but this person told us that, Nielsen, you know, she announced that she was leaving, and immediately some DHS leaders sent out an email organized a town hall meeting with employees right away. The message was, "Look, you know, we're sad to see these people go, but the work continues. Your mission doesn't stop. This person said they told us that our job doesn't change just because the leadership has changed. Our role is to enable the mission, and we have to do that, even if it means that some leaders might have to go to more meetings or brief more people while all of this is going on.
0: We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Now, Homeland Security has done a lot of work to try to improve employee morale. They've ranked low in the annual surveys. Last. Yeah, very low, (laughs) bottom. Is there any concern that some of this work that they've done to try to lift that will be undone?
1: So I posed this question to a few former DHS executives, and they really told me, no, not so much. Jay Ahern is the head of strategic advisory services for the Chertoff Group. He served as an acting commissioner of CBP himself, but during a presidential transition, and he has over 30 years of experience in federal law enforcement. And he had this to say about the morale question.
2: The things that people's morale were most concerned about was pay and work conditions, and and not being appreciated in their job. So let's go through those. Pay is not going to be affected. Work conditions won't be affected. And being appreciated, you know, certainly they get their appreciation, and this is one of the things I always found very interesting over the years. The most influential person in a frontline person's life, or at any level in an organization, is their direct supervisor. Sometimes a second-line supervisor, but it's not necessarily who's running the head of the agency at the agency level or who's the cabinet-level secretary, they get their direction, they get their appreciation, they get their thanks, and they get their recognition from the person who influences their daily life more on an hour-to-hour basis, and that's their immediate supervisors, not who's running the Washington office or running the country at a a secretarial level. They're very important, but those aren't the people that necessarily affect the the frontline people's lives.
1: That's Jay Ahern. He's a former acting CBP commissioner himself. He's now with the Chertoff Group. I think the message really here is that this is a job for the career leaders coming in. They need to communicate with employees. Rafael Boris is a senior executive with A.T. Kearney, and he is a former DHS undersecretary for management, served for four years during the Obama administration.
2: You know, leadership has to give voice to the need and the commitment moving the uh, workforce uh, morale, particularly during a time of transition. And that's what DHS is going through right now, a period of transition. You know, leadership has to be visible, they have to be vocal, they need to be able to articulate priorities, and they need to be able to send a message, particularly around the matters that affect the workforce.
1: That's Rafael Boris, a former DHS undersecretary for management. We did ask the DHS employees how they felt about morale in recent weeks and I think they said that it was had gotten worse, but I think there was some confusion exactly. You know, there were there was a lot of mention about the government shutdown and that leaving a lasting impact on morale. But at the end of the day, a lot of employees said the recent leadership changes don't have that much of a day-to-day impact on their work. The longer-term projects might feel an impact. One survey respondent says political appointees have very little actual power. The career people do all the work. I am not worried because we have some excellent career people in the upper echelons at ICE and DHS.
0: All right. So did the survey show anything that employees are concerned about?
1: I think the biggest thing here is that new leaders would come in and would bring in new priorities, new ways of doing things. And then that would stop and then maybe restart some of the initiatives they were already working on. You know, one person said... Constant changes in leadership leads to changes in vision. Changes in vision result in changes in goals. That's why we still don't have a defined agency culture. You know, another person says each new person comes in and they feel that they have to make an impact by implementing something new or different. The turnover means a bunch of partially implemented initiatives that essentially wasted valuable time and money.
0: Yeah, well, that's the main concern. People want to get their jobs done, and it's basically what they're saying. It's a big distraction among people that will come and go anyhow.
1: Right. And many people also made the point that DHS has been through this multiple times before. They're still a relatively young agency, but this is old hat in a sense for them.
0: Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her thorough write-up and more data from the survey at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.